This is episode 549 of the AWS podcast, released on October 3rd, 2022. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official AWS podcast. We got some exciting updates on all the things IoT with AWS IoT Fleetwise. I'm Hanwin Lockhorn, co-host, formerly known as Han Solo, of the official AWS podcast, and I am joined by Anis Mosa. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks, Han, for the invite, and uh, really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do at uh, Amazon? I joined Amazon a couple of years ago. I'm currently a, an embedded software engineer in the AWS IoT automotive team. And um, yeah, uh, mostly developing software. I love coding. I love cars. I love IoT. And that's why I'm in, in Amazon. Yeah, if you can combine coding with cars, even better. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we are in for a special treat today to discuss an exclusive launch with AWS IoT Fleetwise. This is super cool because being able to collect near real-time vehicle data for things like autonomous driving and advanced driver assistant is mind-blowing. And I know some of my customers, you mentioned automotive, like industries um, that uh, they do automotive. And also I have customers in agriculture that are doing autonomous farming with tractors, transportation, and manufacturing would be really interested in this. So let's just take it back to the basic. What is AWS IoT Fleetwise all about? Thanks, Anne. I'm already excited yeah, about the use cases also in other industries. So AWS IoT Fleetwise is, as it stands from the name, it's part of the AWS uh, IoT product family. So it's a service that we purpose build for the automotive industry to enable customers across the industry to collect vehicle data from their vehicles. And just to give you a little bit of context, so what we talk about today is yeah, today and cars of the future towards 2025, 2030, we're going to be talking about seven terabytes of data in each vehicle. And this data is a lot of content and a lot of important information that industry players require to continuously improve their vehicle development cycles, whether it's about improving the vehicle itself or whether about improving the software that runs in the vehicle. And that opens up eventually also the topic of software-defined vehicles that we can talk a little bit later about. But IWS IoT Fleetwise coming back, it's a service that enables customers to easily collect the high-value data from the vehicles, from their vehicles, but doing that across a fleet of hybrid models and helping these customers then uh, create value out of the data by uploading this data to the cloud so that they can create downstream applications that can you know, tackle a various range of use cases, which we can talk about a little bit later. Gotcha. And with all that data coming in and trying to get that near real time. So, you know, that could pose some like challenges. So like, you know, in terms of the automotive industries, what are some of the key challenges that you're seeing or trying to solve for? Yeah, great question. Thanks, Han. I think um, what what most of the automotive industry players speak about today is the CASE challenge. And CASE stands for Connectivity, Autonomy, Sustainability, and Electrification. So with cars more and more becoming connected, and with cars becoming more and more autonomous, and with cars requiring to be more sustainable and cars becoming more electric, you could imagine that the amount of sensors and rich sensors in these vehicles 
must and will increase. And by increasing the number of sensors in the vehicles, we are talking today about 30,000 parts in every vehicle. These 30,000 30, uh, parts in each vehicle require each one of them has data coming in and out. And this data is, in a way or another, very important for the uh, vehicle manufacturers or for the, you know, the downstream industry product delivery companies, such as tier ones or other service providers. They require access to this data in a way or another to either improve their parts or predictively expect or analyze issues in these parts, but also overall to improve the, uh, the driver experience. Uh, think about it from an infotainment perspective when the driver sits in the car and uh, we want to make sure that the driver is entertained with new functionalities. How do you get that user feedback so that you can improve that? Uh, think about autonomous vehicles where you want to make sure that your perception stack that runs in your ADAS domain or advanced driving system domain requires ultimately continuous training of the machine learning algorithms that run, whether it's neural network or other traditional approaches, all of this requires the extraction of high value data from the vehicle, but because of the connectivity and because of the number of parts in the vehicle and because of the variety of vehicle models, including if I just take a number in the US, if you look, we have, we just talked about 30,000 parts. If you multiply that by 1,400 approximately of um, industry players, including car makers, but also software suppliers and other hardware suppliers, and you multiply that by almost per car maker, you have 14 models. If you look at all this kind of equation and you look at how many data points all of this can produce, the connectivity itself is a mean to extract this data, but you cannot extract everything. And that's why customers require a mechanism or a service that helps them to extract this high value data conditional data, data that, that, that basically helps them um, uh, navigate the complexity of the in-vehicle architecture and help them spot on the issues that can happen, that either happen or can happen in the future. All of these things requires, this is a major challenge. It, it introduced high fragmentation in the vehicle. It introduces um, uh, real-time and connectivity challenges because you cannot upload all this data from the cars. It includes also high expense on the other side, because if you upload everything to the cloud, then you will end up with a high expense computing or processing all this data. You probably will end up by like getting rid of 90% of it. So coming back just to summarize, the challenges are, as I summarized, the, the case study, so connectivity. Connectivity cannot scale for millions of vehicles. It cannot scale for exabytes of data that is spread all over hybrid fleets. It cannot scale because the autonomy, of course, requires continuous access to data from rich sensors such as camera, LADARs, LADARs. And on the entertainment side, you have continuous demand from the smartphone users to have a very similar experience in their cars too. So car makers require to have a very fresh experience that requires continuous user feedback. So data extraction at scale in near real time and very intelligently access it in the vehicle is an extremely demanding challenge. The other one, the challenge they have is data fragmentation. You have a variety of vehicle models, you have a variety of vehicle architectures, and how can you have a one-stop shop where you could define a mechanism of collecting across a fleet of vehicles the same set of signals and letting a service taking care of 
extracting and accessing the data from this hybrid fleet and getting it into one single data glass. This is, these are, in, in short, pretty much the challenges I personally see that are ahead of us. Gotcha. And uh, keeping, uh, especially if me and my family entertain sitting through traffic with these smart vehicles, always a bonus. So with that, how does that work? You're talking about all this noise coming in, all these data fragmentation. So how, how do you reduce that noise? How does this work? Um, as you could imagine, AWS IT FleetWise starts in the cloud. You first start creating what we call a vehicle model. And the vehicle model is includes vehicle signals, vehicle attributes, and think of it as a digital representation of your vehicle in vehicle communication. You model that, you import it into the AWS IoT Fleetwise cloud service, and that constitutes a global inventory representing or an inventory of signals and attributes and sensors that represent your vehicle. This is the first step. The second step is to install the AWS IoT Fleetwise Edge agent, which is a Linux application, pretty much compatible with all embedded Linux platforms. You could you decide on which domain or in which compute unit in the car you want to install that. And this agent will take care of basically accessing the data inside your vehicle networks. And this agent is delivered to you as a car maker or as an integrator in form of source code. So you have full control on what it accesses um, how is it uh, deployed? How is it installed? Which resources it uses from the system? So this is fully transparent and handed over to the integrators or the automakers. That's step two, so installing the vehicle agent. Step three is about going back to the cloud and starting to define the data collection campaign. And the data collection campaign is basically your data. You are expressing your interest in which signals you want to collect from the vehicle. So you say... I have in my vehicle 1,000 signals. I want to collect five of them, and I want to make sure that they are collected every 10 seconds. So this is one approach of collecting, uh, using the data collection campaign mechanism to extract data from your vehicle. We call this mechanism time-based data collection. The other data collection campaign. The other approach is what we call event-based data collection campaign. And there you would say, I want to collect these 10 signals when the brake pedal is pressed. So you basically focus on or instruct the AWS IoT Fleetwise agent to monitor certain behaviors in your vehicle by providing a specific condition in which the agent should be collecting the data. So the vehicle agent will receive that campaign. It will look at the vehicle network. It will use the sensor decoding rules, and it will basically start evaluating the values you provided in your condition. i give you an example. If you want to look at the brake pedal pressure, the AWS IoT Fleetwise agent will be continuously sniffing or looking at this data, and the moment it meets the value you are looking at, it will be basically buffering all the signals that you want to collect and extract and, and transfer to the cloud, creating a package out of that, uploading it back to AWS IoT Fleetwise in the cloud. And from there, you could imagine you could start building a variety of applications, dashboards, visualizations, and downstream even machine learning and predictive maintenance workloads. One thing important to mention here is that the data collection campaign doesn't run forever. You can always edit the campaign. You can always delete the campaign. You can always create new ones. And 
the very unique approach that we have is that the deployment of the campaign happens across a fleet of hybrid vehicles. And let me explain what hybrid, vehicle, uh, hybrid fleet means. We talk about a fleet of hybrid vehicles is when you combine in one single fleet multiple vehicles from multiple vehicle models. This abstraction that you create a single campaign targeting this fleet requires that you have an abstraction already in the cloud that looks at the signal catalog universally across vehicle models. To give you a concrete example, if you take the vehicle speed signal, it might be coming from an automatic car from the transmission electrical control unit. If you look at it in a non-automatic car that doesn't have a transmission unit, it will come from the powertrain. So from the cloud perspective, from your campaign language or the campaign, the, the technique that you use to create the campaign, you only say, I want to collect speed. And AWS IoT Fleetwise will make sure that it, it translates your request or your signal of interest into the underlying representation, physical representation of that signal in that specific vehicle. So that's how we solve the data fragmentation problem. Of course, this requires that in the cloud, when you define your vehicle model that you had specified or imported the actual encoding rules for a specific vehicle model. For example, how is the vehicle speed encoded inside your vehicle network? Is it part of a canvas frame? And if what's that frame and in which bit range it sits? And how long is it? And what's the unit? So all of this is imported already in the cloud when you are creating your model. When you reach the campaign phase, however, you operate on universal dictionary. So you don't really care about how this signal is being represented in vehicle model A or vehicle model B. So that's the abstraction that we create here. Um, so that's in summary what pretty much the journey that a customer would be going through when using AWS IoT Fleetwise for vehicle data collection. And that's very interesting because if you can break down the campaign when you're trying to fragment to these, you know, um, these abstraction layers to detect like an autonomous, you know, farming tractor that may be stuck in a field somewhere and having to just really understand those data models and just really categorize that it really helps the focus. And with all that data, right, you know, with how are automotive companies using these vehicle data is in addition to this, you know, campaigns and fragmentations that we're able to help them organize and get some visibility on what's going on? This is a great question. Thanks, Han. I mean, the, the point here is about the moment you have created a universe, like a data collection campaign that, that, that targets a hybrid or, or a, a mixed fleet of vehicles. And you might be, depending on your use case, looking at either a predictive maintenance use case or improving a certain algorithm that runs into specific vehicles and you want to continuously monitor and improve over, over the air, basically the capabilities and the efficiency of the algorithm. So you want to be basically having that flexibility to get the high value data across your fleet that spots on or helps you work backwards from that issue and identify any root cause. Depending, again, on the scenario that you are working on, whether you are doing predictive maintenance, as I mentioned, where you want to watch, for example, how is your new tire that you mounted on your new model performing on the road in a rainy road or in a foggy day or in a snowy condition. That's one use case, and you want to do that across fleets and across models and across different vehicle architectures. So you want to know 
how the tires are performing here. So you want to capture the data point from multiple vehicles and make sure that it doesn't really get also collected repeatedly from multiple vehicles of the same model. So you want to target it to specific models and specific fleets. So that's the flexibility we offer to customers when we extract this data so that they can build these predictive maintenance use cases. I spoke also about continuously improving a certain software. If I look now in the space of uh, advanced driving systems and towards autonomy, if you are trying to improve the efficiency or the performance of your perception software that you are pretty much expecting from the camera certain set of object classification that you are detecting something on the road or a stop sign has been detected by vehicle A, but it was a, a foggy day and, it's, and, and you want to make sure that that same stop sign is being processed the same way by another vehicle from a different manufacturer or from a different, uh, with a different software provider for that perception stack. You can collect this data using a single campaign deployed to these two vehicles and get the data back. You will have all the metadata needed to work backwards from this data and start nailing down where do you have pitfalls? Where do you have perception inaccuracy? Where do you have a predictive maintenance that needs to take place? And all of this helps automakers and other suppliers in the industry to have a very focused view on the vehicle dynamics and understand how the sensors on the road are performing and take proactive actions before things happen, but also continuously improve the performance of these sensors using the data they upload. You do all of this in a very efficient way because you don't do it repetitively. You do it only conditionally using our condition-based campaign concept. But you could also monitor behaviors of certain fleas continuously in near real time using our time-based data collection. All these data comes in real time securely back to your AWS cloud storage services. And from there on, you can build any type of application leveraging the suite of uh, AWS services, other AWS services that help you do analytics, machine learning, and others. So that would be pretty much the journey. Yeah, and I definitely can see how it can benefit public transportation when they have the fleets of buses to see like you know, where they are from the predictive maintenance uh, so that you don't get stuck uh, in the middle of the city. So that's really cool to help companies like that and also package delivery fleets. So having that data to train the models, to continuously make it better um, and uh, for a safer public transportation, for example, is pretty cool. And the other question I have for you is you know, what kind of uh, automotive co- customers can make you know, like the best use of FleetWise? Right. I mean, uh, excellent. So, so this service is, as I said, it's, it's targeted towards the automotive industry players. And here, to be very precise, the automakers or the OEMs, in short, the tier one suppliers. So the tier one suppliers are typically the traditional hardware and software suppliers to car makers, which they work hand in hand with automakers. Um, telematics and other technology providers. And finally, the fleet operators and the fleet management companies. So all of these customers can use AWS IoT FleetWise for various use cases, depending on the use case they want to deploy to the vehicles, whether they are owning the vehicles or they are basically operating them like the fleet operators. Gotcha. So how can customers get started on this? Well, uh, the AWS IoT FleetWise is generally available. And it's available, accessible over the AWS console. 
um, uh, they uh, start onboarding to the service through the onboarding button. And from there, they will have a wide set of documentation, uh, developer guides and demonstrations that they can use to get started and build the use cases. That's pretty much uh, as you would do with any other AWS service. Awesome. So basically click and go and start building things on cars. So that's really cool. So Anis, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you and for having me. As always, we love to get your feedback. There is a link in the show notes to submit your feedback. And until next time, keep on building.